Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. So today we are talking to business owners and communications professionals about the challenge of setting expectations for your PR goals. And by the end of this episode, you're going to be able to set really solid, um, smart PR goals, and you're going to be able to measure progress toward them. And you'll understand the differences in different types of measurement, different um, ways to measure and different times to measure, um, and really understand what to look for in at different points of time, hopefully over at least a year. Like we always do, we'll break this into our three mini conversations, each about 10 minutes long. So first, you're going to learn how to set goals and expectations. I think the latter part of that is very That's important. The key. <laughs> That's right. Then you're going to get some strategies on how to measure your progress. And then lastly, we are going to deep dive into what measures and at what different points in the, uh, excuse me, into what to measure at different points in the long game, thinking about your annual PR plan and why. And if you're going to be joining us live today, feel free to jump into the conversation by answering the following question. What is your biggest challenge in setting goals and objectives for your business? Put that in the comment section and we'll be happy to get to you as we continue on our broadcast, Sarah. Right. And keep in mind, there is a free downloadable um, with every episode. And you've seen this one before. It's one of our favorites because it's so important um, harnessing the power of the four C's in your communication. So you can grab that on the movethestairs.com website. Um, and let's jump right into it, starting with how do I set good goals? What's a goal? Help us out, Diane. Set the stage. Absolutely. Well, to define what a goal is, just think about it's where you want to go with your business or your organization. So if you're a CBD business, chances are you want to sell more products. If you're a brand new hotel or and spa resort um, and you're featuring a fantastic um, new restaurant or many restaurants, chances are your goal is how do I hire enough people to do all the work that needs to be done and Hiring is an interesting one, and, and that's a great goal. Um, and if you're a group of 
uh, family farms um, and ranches. You know, there's a lot of legislation out there right now and new laws that can really challenge your business. So your goal may be to connect with as many people as possible to tell your side of the story so that when uh, any legislation comes up or there's any votes on legislation, you have people who understand who you are and they're not hearing about you for the first time. And that's really the crux of um, brand protection PR is making sure that you've built those really strong relationships. And we're going to talk about that all the way through here. But you have probably guessed it by now. The first step in setting expectations is deciding what's important to your business, uh, to your organization, or critically to your boss. Um, you know, this is going to take some time to really get a clear picture. And I talked to a young PR colleague this week uh, about a press release that she was asked to prepare and distribute. And she said, hey, will you take a look at it? I said, sure, looked it over. And it was really well written, nicely done. And I said, OK, now what does your company, what does your boss want to happen after you send out this press release? Long pause. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I don't really know. My boss asked for one but I'm not really sure what he wants to see from this. I said, does he want media coverage? Does he, and she said, well, no, he doesn't really care about that. I said, well, what about donations? Well, no, that's not really the point. I said, okay, speaking opportunities. And she went, ooh, and she brightened up and she said, yeah, he has talked about wanting to be a thought leader in this area. I said, okay, now we've got something. Now you know what he cares about and what's really important. And we can start developing a plan with this press release and then you know, future work that you do to develop thought leadership for him so that you can get him on panel discussions, he can write blogs and white papers and really be positioned as a go-to expert resource. But it took a minute to get to walk through what you know the ultimate goal was for that press release. Sarah, that's brilliant. Just thinking, you know, why is it we do what we do? I, I really appreciate that example. I think that was awesome. Um, here's another example. Um, take it, for example, a, a CBD company that wants to increase their sales. So brand protection PR can help you establish relationships with your customers and potential customers through a, a steady cadence of informative, interesting, transparent, and engaging content on your social media feeds. Now, one thing to remember here is only about 20% of your social media content should be about your products, right? Otherwise, it just sounds like a sales pitch and they're going to keep scrolling. The vast majority of your content should be about engaging your audience. Remember, it's about them, not about you. It's about them. And it's about you building a relationship with them. So whether that content is funny, you know, lifestyle oriented, um, behind the scenes content has a tendency to do really well. Also, education about what's in your products, uh, what they're made out of, how they're made, or posts about your hopes and dreams for your company. You know, your loyal customers appreciate seeing that type of content. It's things we can all relate to as we think about them in our own lives. That's where you're hitting the nail on the head when it comes to engaging content, ultimately meeting your end goals. And I think knowing where you're going is so very important. Why, you know, Sarah, I do, I have to reiterate asking her why she was why she was writing the release sometimes it can be as easy as saying what are your three top um uh, media outlets so that you know where to focus your time and you're not just 
spraying that press release in distribution all over the place? Where is it that you really, and then you can really think about how do those outlets think about their news? And how would you write that release differently for each one of them, depending on what audience they're talking to? So knowing where you're going is so important. So let's take the example of a luxury, brand new mountain modern hotel and spa resort that needs to hire hundreds of new workers, hundreds of them to staff its property. And let's say that it's not exactly in the downtown area. So you got to get them there and you got to get them past thinking about um, the drive. Uh, and, and certainly anybody around the country knows that the resorts, there's some resorts that are, you know, a little bit further out. And a lot of people really like that. But when you're looking at hiring, that's a whole different thing. So here, hiring would be the goal. So you start to see how a wider peso model, and remember peso is paid, earned, shared, and owned based strategy works really, really well. Social media ads, print and digital hiring ads are great ways to get hiring the hiring message out and to really measure those impressions. So you start there. Earned media stories, so those are stories that are in the news media, about the jobs and what jobs are available, how great it is to work there, all of that, especially in a current uh, market where uh, there's a lot of people who are out of work right now. They're a great way to measure awareness. So you're building awareness about what's going on. Um, and then you take the social media impressions and you look at the engagement. How many times has it been clicked on? How many times has that video been viewed and, and run through? All those types of things can really help you measure the progress towards your goal. And of course, the bottom line is, um, is the outreach working means, are you hiring people? And if you're hiring people, that of course is the big goal. And that's where you can do some real metrics and look at this very, very carefully to see if what you're doing is resonating and not only are people applying, but pe but the right people are applying and they're getting hired. Right. And I think that, Diane, that's well said, because, you you know, there's a lot of pieces there that kind of work together to drive people toward uh, applying and, and building that team. Right. So here's another example. You know, if you're looking at a really highly complex, multi-pronged challenge, like influencing public opinion, building relationships with, with um, consumers and other stakeholders, pushing back on some legislation that's really, really problematic, um, potentially problematic, you are going to need a much larger, much more complicated plan um, to achieve a number of goals. This isn't just we need to hire 200 people. This is now we need to influence public opinion and we need to build relationships and we need to push back on legislation. And, you know, so this is a whole bunch of goals. So one goal might be awareness of this uh, pending legislation and what it might mean to, you know, your neighbors, to the people who, you know, grow and, and, and produce your food. You might um, set the goal of individual outreach to legislators. Maybe you could say, look, let's get, um, you know, 50% of the state legislators to tour a uh, you know, farmer ranch in their district. Um, that's a great goal, super measurable. Um, you know, another goal might be building a relationship. And gosh, we talk about this over and over and over again yeah. through social media. So you can measure impressions, engagement, 
sentiment. Um, all of these goals can work together and should work together um, as a large overarching strategy um, to push back against something that is really problematic for your, for your industry. So that's a really large and complex example um, of, of bringing a lot of individual goals to bear on, on into, in your PR, brand production PR strategy. Now notice, you know, everything that we have talked about here so far in this first segment, none of it has been this one and done approach, right? It's not going to be one article in the media. Um, it's not going to be one, you know, even if it's super well-crafted and engaging social media post. it's not going to be one well-attended event. All of this stuff, it's great to do it, but you have to be consistent with it. Otherwise, it's not going to be enough to have durable change that's really going to push the needle to achieve your long-term goals, right? So even if you can remember what your last viral post was, you know, what action did you take uh, You know, after laughing at it and talking about it around the water cooler? What did other people do? Um, did they buy a product, donate money? Did they call the legislature? Probably not. Most likely, they moved on. They saw it, and you know how we are. Um, we, <laughs> we, the digital age, we have like um, the attention span of a squirrel. So we see something, we're like, oh yeah, that's cute, and then it's on to the next, right? So you have to have that constant, consistent cadence of communication as you're working through these plans. Otherwise, you know, it's it's more of a vanity metric going viral, and it really doesn't give you a whole lot of long-term value. So now it's your turn. Join in on the conversation. Tell us, what's your number one goal for your company or your organization? And remember, we have the downloadable one sheet. And this week, we're really suggesting that you take a look at the four C's. You'll find it on the Move the Stairs blog at on the MNC website, which is movethestairs.com. Um, and you can really use this four C's to supercharge your conversations and really get to what are those goals? I think that's really important. So what does move the stairs mean? It means that you are looking at whatever life gives you and you are making the most of it. You're not whining about if only this or if only that. No, you're looking at what you get. And as my kids learned in school, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Don't throw a fit. That's right. Instead, you want to really hone in on what you can do to move the needle however you need to move it. And what I will say to you is that for MNC, this is our business philosophy. And for me, it's my personal philosophy because what I found is that if you can find one thing to do, it opens it opens the door to options for you to, to go places you never thought of. And people will say, wow, you made, you made it with just in this situation. You made the most of this situation. You made it really matter. And that's what Move the Stairs is. And that's what we try to do every day at MNC. So let's talk about topic two. How do you measure progress towards your brand protection PR goals? Really important question. Well, and pardon us if we get a little wonky here because Jordan and I can do this all day long. Like this is the thing that we love to do is measurement and figure out how to measure. Um, so the next step to, um, to building that long-term PR brand protection is connecting your goals, your goal or your goals to a measurable brand protection PR strategy that can help you make progress. Now, remember that all brand protection PR goals, all goals need to be smart. 
specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time-bound. Um, so really define, not just like, I would like to sell more product. How much more product? In what time? Is it realistic? Is your goal realistic? Um, and so let's take a look at that example of the CBD company that wants to sell more product through building relationships on social media. How do you measure that? Now you're talking about social media success over the course of a year. First, you set a goal. In 2021, we will increase followers' social media engagement and clicks through to our website to get more information or order products, right? So that's very specific. That's now a sales funnel. We're going to increase followers' engagement and clicks through to our website. Maybe the goals are 25% more followers in 2021, 15% more engagement on social media, and 10% more clicks to the website. Right now you've got a really good, well-defined sales funnel strategy using social media to drive people toward buying your products, right? That's really good, well-written goal. Yeah, and you know you can take that ball and run with it you know, by measuring the, that number of uh, increase or percentage increase in followers and engagement um, for free on each social media platform. Uh, so to get comfortable with the analytics available on each channel, you should go through and, you know, look at what metrics are being offered. And you know, they don't make it too, too terribly difficult either for um, anybody to go in there. So I think it's great to go in and familiarize yourself. You can measure clicks to your website through Google Analytics as well. You could use a service like Bitly. That's something that we like to do also. Um, so to get started, pick a baseline. You know, uh, maybe that's your number of followers on January 1st and check against that baseline each month throughout the year. And we use a service called Sprout Social and Sprout will give us a pretty high level picture of performance across all channels for MNC and uh, any of our clients as well. And all of the click of a button. So it makes it really convenient for us. Um, but you can do this on your own for free as well, as we mentioned. So what you should do just take a few minutes in your free time, maybe on your lunch break today, and click through um, and see what measurements and analytics that you have available to you that you could use to track toward your monthly goals. And we always say, don't be afraid of setting goals and not making them. You know, there, I look at goals as twofold. First, if I have a goal and I can look back and measure against it, I know what's working and what's not working. And we understand how incredibly important your time is. And you may be spending money on ads. So you need to know whether or not what you're doing is working or whether you need to tweak it. The second thing that I think from a business owner standpoint is we're in the day to day and you're, you're slogging through the days sometimes and you're thinking, man, I'm not making any progress. If you have set out goals at the very beginning and you can look back at where you've been and how far you've come, I find it to be one of the most motivating things you can possibly do to keep yourself going, especially through those more difficult times as a business owner. So think about it that way. It really helps you. It's one of those things that you think, oh, I don't want to do this. And what if I don't make it? Don't think of it that way. Turn it around. And that it's going to be able to make you help you use your time better, spend your money better, and motivate you to keep going after whatever it is that you're going after. So let's take a look back at the hotel and spa um, example that we tried, where they're that we talked about, where they're trying to hire hundreds of new workers in Q1 and Q2. 
Um, the goal here is twofold. First, to increase the number of people aware of the job openings and then increase the number of people applying for the jobs. So an increase in social media impressions is a great way to figure out the awareness part of that, right? Um, but then you can look at the number of people at job fairs because they heard about it on social media. You can look at the number of newly hired team members. That means you're getting to the right people. And again, you can see how one social media post or one job fair or one article is not going to move the needle for you. You have to have an integrated approach to really make a difference because as Sarah said, that rule of seven is so very, very important um, where people have to hear what you're talking about at least seven times. So the, you wanna, the other thing that I would say about this is in the specific, in the SMART goals, do you need people to work on a buffet line? Um, that's a different set of skills than someone that is working in a high-end restaurant. Or do you have management people that in a, in a big hotel, you're going to have finance, you're going to have marketing. You are going to be reaching out to different people in different places with different messages. So understanding those goals and being so very specific as to who you're talking to is going to help you make such an impact and really help you get to that goal much faster. Again, saving you time and saving you money. So jumping back into our uh, group of ranchers example we were talking about earlier, uh, if one of their goals is to push back against, you know, legislation that may be damaging to them and, and in the end, potentially the consumer as well, um, one of the things you can do is measure um, your media mentions. And we use a program called Meltwater for that. And that helps us monitor media coverage across the country. And if we wanted to across the world, it's pretty uh, powerful piece of technology. And it calculates the impressions and impressions means how many people have seen the story or heard the story, if it's broadcast or print or uh, on the digital website or social media. And then we can create a sentiment score based on uh, what's available out there. So over time, you can measure and say, okay, is my campaign making a difference? Is my constant, consistent cadence of information um, and communication moving the needle for us or not? Or do we need to come back to the drawing board a little bit and readjust our goals? So what we do and part of brand protection PR for our clients is creating a powerful custom dashboard for each and every client and sometimes getting right down to a specific event to make sure that the metrics that we provide for them uh, are going to help show that they are making progress and we are making progress on behalf of them uh, toward their goals for an event or for uh, an annual plan. And another goal for this client, because as we mentioned, this is a really large, complicated, multi-pronged uh, strategy. You know, another goal for them might be building a relationship with um, con customers, consumers, stakeholders through social media. Now, what does that look like for different groups? That's another, to Diane's point, um, you know, if you're looking for buffet workers versus accounting staff, you're going to go at different places, even though it's all under hiring. So, you know, on, on social media, if you're building relationships and brand protection, you know, a constant consistent cadence of content, uh, of photos of family ranches, what it takes to build and maintain them, um, gorgeous videos of, of, you know, caring for animals, feeding animals, uh, helping people understand what that life is like, how hard you work. 
how dedicated you have to be. This isn't a hobby. This is a um, dedication, a calling, a lifestyle. Um, and it takes every every person's dedication and every person in the family's dedication to protect the animals during calving season, to protect them during these really bitter spring storms that'll come rolling in, right? Jordan, our meteorologist, <laughs> and you know, significantly threaten um, an entire season, hundreds, thousands of animals. Mm -hmm. um, you could then, you know, have these stories and videos of, you know, showing these uh, animals out to pasture. I, I grew up uh, partly in uh, sheep country. And I know what that sound is when those trucks come rolling up river with all of these sheep and they've got actually these wonderful bells on. And they turn out the, the ewes and the lambs, you know, for an entire summer of grazing on, on grassland and sage in the high country. And there's nothing like it. So that's just an amazing um, source, endless source of incredible content that can go out on all of the social media uh, channels, Instagram stories, and you can measure that. You know, that's it's it feels kind of fluffy because it's social media, but boy, you can measure that, you know, six ways to Sunday, this social media strategy through an increase in impressions, engagement, and through an increase in positive sentiment as well. And this is a case where measuring change over the course of a year is a really, really good idea because it's gonna take a while to effect measurable change, um, especially change in thinking about a way of life that most people never consider in their daily lives. So this is something that's a long-term project. So what do you think? Tell us about some of your biggest challenges in measuring progress toward your goals. We're gonna plop that into the comments section. And if you're watching live, feel free to jump in on the conversation. If you're watching later, we're happy to get back to you. And speaking of which, it's always good to look ahead to next week on our Move the Stairs Friday chat, where you're going to be learning why educating your stakeholders, and we're talking to you CBD business owners, is so important um, in getting them to understand the basics of CBD. And we're gonna teach you how to get started. So if you have any questions ahead of time, feel free to drop them in the uh, live chat here, or you can email us uh, dmulligan at mncommunications.com, sarah at mncommunications.com, and of course, jordan at mncommunications.com. All right, this has been a fascinating discussion, and I've been waiting to get to topic number three. So, Diane, how and what do we measure at different points in the long game, and why do we do it? Okay, so you've heard us say several times, the long game, right? Um, several men mentions of year-long brand protection PR strategy. And when we say that PR is the long game, we encourage our clients to think about at least a year-long plan. That gives your stakeholders enough time to become aware of your outreach. And remember, as I said earlier, research shows it takes seven times that old marketing rule of seven um, before a consumer or a stakeholder um, sees your message and really is willing to act on it. And we hear so many times, this has come up, we need you to work on this. What you really need us to do is to help you develop a long-term integrated plan so that when something comes up, that's either an issue or a challenge, people already know you, they already know and like you. And we all know when people know and like you, 
That's when they buy from you. That's when they donate to you. Um, and that's when they're there for you when the issue or challenge comes up as a supporter, as opposed to it being the first time they've heard about you and thinking, who are these people? And maybe thinking the worst of you. You must have that relationship if you are a business owner. And it has to be, as these guys have said, this consistent cadence of content. The, that we should call that the three C's because that's really important, <laughs> right? Uh, because because if you don't have that, then you haven't built a relationship. You don't walk up to somebody and marry them. You got to have at least a little bit of a relationship, at least dinner <laughs> and a movie. Um, but anyway, you have to make sure that you have built that relationship or you're not going to make it through the long haul. And that's what we're about with Brand Protection PR. Yeah, life's certainly not a uh, reality TV show, except I'm sure there's a couple that <laughs> you go on one date and somebody's popping the question. Yeah, it's not exactly. Bachelor, folks. <laughs> so, you know, getting back on track, we need to talk briefly about measurement and, you know, at different points along this long game, your annual PR plan. Um, we produce monthly reports for our clients, and we like to think of this as our kind of thousand foot view of the year long, long game or the PR plan. So, um, these monthly reports will give us detailed feedback on some of the individual tactics that we're taking. Um, those could be press releases, social media posts, um, blogs, podcasts, you name it. Um, and what these reports will do is kind of give us that more granular detail. But what they do not do and something that it's easy to lose sight of is give us trends. Are our tactics helping to move the needle over time toward our large goals? And with that, and I'm about to do one after this podcast, we get a 15,000 foot view in producing quarterly reports. Right. So each quarter we take a look at those SMART goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, time bound. And we report to clients on the progress toward those benchmarks. And here's the thing. So much can fluctuate. Um, she says, having stepped on the scale this morning on a day to day or monthly right. basis. So, you know, you know, we know that social media traffic starts to slow this time of year. <clears throat> the weather's getting nice. And especially we're coming out of COVID restrictions and people are headed as far away from their computers as they can get. Right. So if you just benchmark April social media traffic engagement impressions against March, things are going to look disastrous. But if you measure the last 90 days against the previous 90 days, or even better, if you can measure this April against last April or the April before, which we can for a number of clients, um, now you're getting a really good consistent benchmark to say, hey, we're ahead X percent from this April last year. We're ahead double X percent from April two years ago. So now you're really starting to see progress toward your measurable goals. And a couple of percentage point changes are really, really common each month. And it's not until you step back a little bit and take a wider view that you can see progress instead of 2% change, you know, 4% change. Now you at quarterly, you can go, oh, wow, we're 10% toward that goal and our goal is 25%. We might exceed that this year. That's what you get by taking a little bit wider view in those quarterly reports. So to put a bow on this, 
we're going to get to the final report now. And this is going to be the whole year-end report. This is the kit and caboodle right here, the 30,000-foot view where you can see, hey, did we meet our goals? Did we exceed our goals? You know, maybe that goal was to get 25% more followers on your social media pages, 15% more engagement, and 10% more clicks to the website. If you can benchmark several years of progress, you really are playing the long game, but you can see how far you've come uh, thanks to a solid brand protection PR strategy and that constant cadence of content. Now, if you have created these strong, measurable goals, you know, brought your client, boss, or colleague along in the process by setting realistic expectations, you'll be amazed at some of the progress that you can make toward building brand protection for your business. And I just want to say, MNC walks the talk. We have these goals for MNC. We mm -hmm. do monthly reports on our own business. We do quarterly reports on our own business, and we have sent set annual goals. And now we have years to look back and see how things go. Whether you have COVID or not, doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that where are those goals? And you can change them. That's the important thing that you need to know. Don't be afraid of them. You can change them. So I want to know, what do you think? And I want to know how you're going to use this brand protection strategy to really move your business forward because you can do it and it's going to help you. Um, and it will take a tremendous amount of time. So to briefly recap, we talked about how to set goals and expectations. And that's really important, the expectations part. Then we said we give you strategies towards measuring the progress. And finally, we talked about what to measure at different points in the long game and why you should do it. So thanks so much for joining us for this week's Move the Stairs Friday chat, blog, vlog, whatever you want to call it. We're everywhere talking about this stuff because we're really here to help you with your brand protection PR, help you to move your, your business forward, help you with your issues, your challenges, and your crises. You can always call on us. So let us know how we can help and drop us a line. And we hope you have a fabulous weekend.